0: Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. Common topic this week. This week, we are going to discuss the approach to the patient with diarrhea. This is a very unique complaint in emergency medicine in that diarrhea is usually not an emergency, I can pretty confidently say that it's a very low-risk complaint compared to some of the other stuff we see because it's statistically almost always a viral illness. No big deal. Patients who are well-appearing with less than 24 hours of non-bloody diarrhea as their chief complaint and no other concerning symptoms, don't overthink it. Antidiarrheals, treat it with loperamide, which is Imodium, or Bismuth, which is peptobismol, or diphenoxylate, which is limotal, and that's it. Home. Just remember that there are three big causes of non viral diarrhea that you need to remember too, that you've learned about in medical school, that even if they're uncommon, you have to at least consider. They're the three icky eyes of diarrhea ischemia, infections, and inflammatory bowel disease, the three icky eyes, ischemia, infections, inflammatory bowel disease like Crohn's or ulcerative colitis. I'm going to overview the treatment of these at the end, but first I'm going to give you just the five steps, the five questions that you're going to be asking patients with diarrhea so that you don't miss these. If you're diarrhea patient answers, no, 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 you're done. So your first question does your diarrhea have any blood? Bloody diarrhea. This one is important because you can get it with any of the icky eyes. Part of this question is you should be considering doing a quick rectal exam to check for blood on those guaiac cards. Bloody diarrhea is usually not viral. Your second question, are you having any pain? Ask about pain, especially Postprandial pain, which can be a sign of mesenteric ischemia, but really any pain. Viral diarrhea is usually not that painful. Maybe some mild, intermittent cramping or gurgles, but not pain. It especially doesn't cause pain on exam or an acute abdomen. So that's your second big red flag that your attending wants you to ask for. Third, have you recently been on any antibiotics? The most common bad cause of diarrhea that you're going to see, especially in patients who have recently been hospitalized, or especially if they have recently been given any antibiotic, is C. diff, one of the worst infectious diarrheas out there. That's why your attending wants you to ask about antibiotics. Your fourth question Have you had any recent travel? Because up to 80% of patients with diarrhea after foreign travel have a bacterial infection, not viral infection causing their diarrhea. And so these patients will really get a lot better if you give them some antibiotics, something like ciprofloxacin we use commonly. And then your fifth question, ask, do you have AFib? Or really, just ask yourself, is this like an old person with AFib or lots of vascular risk factors? Because these are the risk factors for mesenteric ischemia and ischemic colitis. These are huge life threats, ischemic causes of diarrhea. Those are the five red flags that your attending wants you to ask for. Blood, pain, recent antibiotics, recent travel, and vascular risk factors, but especially a history of atrial fibrillation. Now, let's take another step back and talk testing and treatment real quick. All good presentations have a testing plan and a treatment plan. As far as tests, you're not sick-appearing patients with none of the red flags don't need any testing. This is in almost all likelihood, just viral diarrhea. But if they are sick or if they have some other symptom or especially one of those red flags, then you should consider the following for your testing portion of your plan. CBC and electrolytes and then stool studies for when they get GI follow-up. So stool white blood cells, stool culture, C. diff., and sometimes ova parasites. We don't commonly get these because they don't come back when the patient is in the department. But sometimes, especially if you're admitting them to the hospital or if they're like diarrhea-ing right in front of you or if you're gonna be giving them GI follow-up, put in for some of those stool studies. Sometimes we also get a CT scan with IV contrast looking for colitis and things like that. As far as your treatment plan, For well-appearing patients with no red flags, again, just treat with your common diarrheals, loperamide, bismuth, lomodal. But if they have red flags, then you treat depending on which of those icky eyes you suspect. So if you think they have ischemia, either mesenteric ischemia or ischemic colitis, you need to consult surgery. If you think they have a bacterial infection, give an antibiotic like Cipro. If you think they have C. diff, give us stronger antibiotics like Flagyl or vanc. And if you think they have something more inflammatory, like inflammatory bowel disease, get GI involved, consider giving some steroids. Lots of these Crohn's and ulcerative colitis patients will eventually get placed on something in, it's, it's called the salicylates as well. So the most common one here is mesalamine, but then there's all these different versions of that. You can read more about that if you're interested. And that's it. Remember your icky eyes, ischemia, infections like traveler's diarrhea or C. diff, and then inflammation like Crohn's or ulcerative colitis. In addition to sick, not sick, are the vitals, stable, afebrile type of stuff, also remember those five red flags for your presentation. Blood, pain, recent antibiotics, recent travel, or old people with vascular risk factors, and AFib, which is concerning for mesenteric ischemia. That wraps it up. Send me an email, zach at emclerkship.com, with any comments or questions. Please tell some friends or some underclassmen about the podcast. And I want you to take what you've learned today and apply it to real resident level test questions by checking out Roshcast again this Wednesday. It's not enough to just study and learn this stuff. You have to be answering questions, seeing patients and trying to apply it or you're going to forget it. And then until next time, keep working hard, keep studying and be sure to enjoy your shift.